Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Birmingham, Alabama, it's time for Birmingham Business Radio. Now, here are your Business Radio X hosts. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Birmingham Business Radio, and today I have with me Dr. Bo Beard, and he is with The Farm. Welcome, Bo. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, before we get too far into things, tell us about The Farm. How are you serving folks? Well, we are a sports chiropractic clinic, and I say we, it is my wife and I, uh, the other Dr. Beard, the lovely Sloan Beard. Uh, and we, like I said, we're sports chiropractors, so we have an active care model where we try to get people moving and uh, enjoying whatever activities they like to do pain-free, whether that's playing with their kids or running a race. Uh, and we have a variety of tools that we use to do that, and I've uh, been doing it for a little over five years now. Now, are most of your clients, are they um, kind of younger people, uh, high school athletes, college athletes? Or are they old people, weekend warriors? Uh... <laughs> well, we don't call anybody old. Uh, they're just uh, well-aged. But we have a variety of clients all the way from probably our youngest clients are, you know, three to four years old. And then we have our, uh, our well-aged clients. But we think everybody is an athlete. If you have a body, you're an athlete. And we try to uh, best maximize that asset that was given to us to uh, go out and be able to exercise and interact with uh, others in our environment as best we can. So now, do you help mostly kind of uh, when an injury occurs or are you doing work to help me um, prevent injuries to begin with? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Uh, usually we're seeing people after they get injured. Uh, that's kind of how we've been trained you know, in uh, the, the standard medical model that we get injured and then we, we get fixed. And we think we're pretty good at that. But we also like to keep people uh, staying healthy and staying moving. And we like to say that if we can stay ahead of a movement problem, we can usually stay ahead of an injury. So, you know, if uh, uh, that could be a kid grow, growing through a growth spurt and they change a little bit. It could be, you know, we had a little uh, tweak of an ankle on a run and it didn't really seem like a big deal, but maybe a couple months later it turns into a full-blown issue. And we just try to stay ahead of things and uh, give people tools and tactics and exercises to be able to take care of themselves more depthly. Now, when you're working with an athlete and you're using athlete in a very broad sense, right? Like this is not a traditional, you're dealing with kind of professional athletes trying to get them to squeeze out every drop of their talent. You're dealing with somebody that could be just uh, new to exercise. They could be a veteran, but they're not, this isn't their profession necessarily. So when it's, when it's just kind of, I'm trying to live an active life and I want to be athletic in that regard. Um, do you see kind of the same similar mistakes? Like, am I buying the wrong shoes? Am I, are there things that I'm doing that are just like kind of not good just because I don't know what I don't know? Yeah, and I, I, you probably said it really well right there. I always say that awareness is curative. And what I mean by that is most of the time we're just pointing out the things that uh, need to be modified or things that you have started to change over time. Or, yeah, elucidating, you know, certain eating habits that are leading to things. Or, yeah, it could be footwear or the way that you're running. You know, there's so many, so many factors to the human body and preventing injury and maximizing performance and it kind of goes across the spectrum you know all the way from if i'm treating an olympian to you know my well-aged athlete that's just wanting to be able to clean their house without having back pain 
uh, it's being more aware. Uh, now and now more a day as we see that people, uh, we have a lot of things going on in our lives and our awareness and our attention can be drawn away by social media and, you know, uh, Netflix and all our kids and our jobs and it gets really hectic. And sometimes the thing that gets left behind is uh, how to take care of our health. Now, when you're, let's talk about running for a minute. There's a lot of people, you know, as they get older, they're like, I'm going to start exercising. You know, I used to be fit. Now I'm not fit. So I'm going to start running again. Is there some kind of do's and don'ts that a, when a person is kind of re rebooting their exercise regimen and, and maybe starting with running, is there some things that I should be doing or getting ready to do in order to, uh, you know, kind of increased my chances of not getting injured. Yeah. And this is, uh, this kind of strikes at my soul, right? Here. Uh, this is uh, what I love working with because we see a lot of people that get fired up to regain their health or lose some weight. And, you know, a very popular option for that is the, the couch to 5k or just getting up and starting to run. And I, you know, when we were all small children, nobody taught us to run. It was just kind of a natural thing that we uh, developed into. But just because we used to be able to do it doesn't mean that we still know how to. So when I work with somebody who's, you know, in particular wanting to get back into running, I'm, I tell them it's not about learning how, it's about remembering how. And I think one of the best things to uh, get people to realize is that running is a movement. And for running to be pain-free, injury-free, and fun, we need to make sure that we can move well first. And for example, if I get somebody that hasn't been very active, and let's say if I say, can you bend over and touch their toes? Or can I, you know, get up and down off the ground fairly easy? Uh, if those things aren't present, you can almost guarantee we're going to run into issues with something like running. So we try to uh, be as smart as we can in the office and with athletes and say, hey, let's make sure we can do these things first before we jump straight into the gauntlet of running, even though that should be a pretty benign uh, exercise and thing, sometimes it's not. And, you know, we want people to enjoy the activities they do for as long as they want. So sometimes that means we need to uh, front load that with some, some knowledge and uh, some patience goes a long way. Now, what? so it sounds like a, a little bit of what you're doing is kind of managing my expectations. Like I could be all fired up today and say, I want to start. And you're saying maybe take a, way to beat right like let's work on some of these kind of fundamentally athletic fitness things first before we jump into running you know even a mile oh absolutely i mean you think of a you know think of a baby uh we don't just come out of the womb running right we we have to kind of roll around and we crawl and then we learn to stand up and then we fall a lot before we even learn to walk and then we get to run and uh you know it's it's kind of like that if we, we lose our fitness or we lose some of that uh, ability to move well, that we have to regain, uh, just like you said, some of those fundamentals. And if we do that, it's kind of like buying an insurance policy for your body and for whatever, you know, whatever you want to do from running to, uh, you know, CrossFit to basketball. If I have these fundamentals pretty well down, we're not looking for perfection. We're just looking for, you know, can you do these movements or these things in a requisite manner that uh, it doesn't assure anything injuries can happen, but you know, it kind of sets the platform. Like I said, it's an insurance policy of, Hey, I put in my due diligence. I am pumping the brakes a bit, um, but everybody's starting from a different point. So that doesn't mean that, you know, uh, 
a guy, you know, if we have two guys that are both 40 years old and they both get off the couch at the same time, one may be able to go much faster than the other. And that's where it does come down to uh, a trained set of eyes or an adept coach, somebody that can give you some insight to say, hey, this is where you're starting because not everybody's starting in the same spot. So now how did you get into um, specializing in this side of um, kind of fitness and athletics? Like when you became a chiropractor, you could have chosen a lot of different kind of directions to go into. Why did this resonate with you? Yeah, so I have a a little bit of a unique story. Uh, So when I was nine years old, I was playing backyard football in uh, Illinois, and I actually uh, fractured my femur. So that's the long bone in your thigh. And I had a surgery and had a titanium rod put in. Well, you can imagine there was a lot of uh, things that should have taken place as far as physical therapy and things, but they, it didn't. I was from a very small town, and they just kind of said, oh, you're young, you'll be okay. Well, years later, I wasn't okay, and it was still hard to run, and I was actually told I never would run again. Um, and thanks to uh, luck of the draw, a chiropractor moved into my hometown, and she was an ex-Olympian, and she not only worked with me on the injury side, but very much of where I got my passion for the performance side of, hey, how do you not only get out of pain, but how do you get your body to to maximize performance? Uh, so that's, I knew as soon as I uh, went into college, I started out pre-med and I knew, hey, I wanted to be a chiropractor and not only a chiropractor, I wanted to specialize in sport. And then as I got out of graduate school, I started, well, actually in graduate school, I started running here and there and, you know, started doing a couple of 5Ks and uh, started winning a couple and got into trail running. And uh, now that's my hobby outside of the clinic is running. So it's it's a beautiful marriage for me of uh, my passion outside of the clinic, you know, is married inside of helping mainly runners. That would be my, uh, the main population that I see is runners. And it's just, I love it. It's, you know, I say all the time, I'm a running nerd. I want to see people, you know, whether it's their first 5k and it takes them 40 minutes or we have a you know, a collegiate hopeful that's going to the Olympics and they're just trying to crush it. It doesn't matter. I love it all. Now, when you're doing trail running, isn't there some, uh, I don't want to say danger, but it just that uneven uh, ground and the soft and then the firm that could open up to more injuries if you're not, if, if your balance isn't good or if even if your shoes are probably not the right kind of shoes. Yeah, trail running definitely has its own uh its own can of issues for sure. I mean, especially when we see people that were, you know, have been running on the road for years because that can be a very flat, uh, uniform surface. And when you hop onto the trail, the one thing that I like, which we've already kind of talked about is awareness, right? You have to be kind of stay on your toes. You got to dodge rocks and roots and it is uneven surfaces. Um, we're climbing hills and mountains and, you know, crossing streams. So I like the fact that I'm, uh, interacting with my environment a little more naturally than I think a, a paved road or sidewalk, but also I like the the variability that I I'm not doing the same thing. I have to kind of be in it. I know a lot of people when they run, they say I like to run and just zone out. Well, I tell my runners all the time, I want you to zone in. This is our time to feel what our body's doing, be aware, get a good workout. Um, but at the same time, it, it is far more interesting for me to run around the a trail around a lake than uh, hit the sidewalk in my neighborhood. Now in your practice, how important is kind of teaching mindfulness and breathing and some of these really core kind of components of fitness in your body? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, 
it's hard sometimes in our society to talk about things like that, like mindfulness and slowing down and being aware of things like breathing. But what we see, that's usually the big pieces of the puzzle that are missing. You know, when we look at our society, I believe the stat is that over 90% of medical issues that turn up in a doctor's office have a stress component to them. And if we had to think about some of the main factors that would help reduce stress, you know, things like meditation and breathing and tapping into this kind of parasympathetic or, uh, you know, the calming state versus that fight or flight state. So when we see people that are, you know, injured for the first time or getting repeatedly injured or having trouble losing weight or facing autoimmune issues, we have to address that at some point. And just like we said with runners, everybody's starting from a different, uh, you know, level or baseline. Uh, we just have to hit, you know, kind of meet people where they're at. And some people are more, far more open to talking about this stuff. Uh, you know, some of my clients, if you bring up something like mindfulness, they, they give you a very dismissive look and you got to realize like, hey, we'll, we'll work on this, uh, you know, this muscular injury or you're running, but at some point we're going to address this. And I try to make it my job to make those tough conversations or the awkward conversations that are necessary. Uh, I need to make sure they happen at some point, but I'm not going to force them on anybody. I'm going to make sure they're ready for it. So now how did you go about becoming kind of the go-to chiropractor for the running community in Birmingham? Well, funny enough, uh, like I said, my wife and I, we actually broke down on the highway in Birmingham. That's how we ended up in Birmingham. I'm from Illinois. She's from Florida. And when we moved here, we, uh, it was, we kind of got pushed into starting a practice. So about two months before we actually had our office, we started to go out and work some of the local races and trail races, which uh, working a race for us means setting up a tent and we would do uh, maybe some stretching or soft tissue or taping for the athletes before and after the event. And numerous people would ask us when we'd work on them, well, where can I come see you? And we, you know, for a month or two had to say, well, we don't even have an office yet. Uh, so when we opened our doors on February 14th, Valentine's Day of 2014, we had a plethora of people and a lot of those were runners from uh, getting out there and, you know, putting the effort in and uh, showing people maybe how we're a little bit different. And, you know, a lot of it is just showing that we care, that we're passionate about these things. And it's not just running, you know, it's overall, uh, you know, an active lifestyle. But, you know, this weekend I'll be out at uh, Oak Mountain State Park in uh, Birmingham working a trail race and we've been doing it for years and it's just now it's become more of a way for me to give back to the runners rather than a marketing technique. Uh, so it's kind of come full circle, which I really enjoy. Now the farm that stands for something, right? That wasn't an accidental uh, <laughs> phrase. Yeah, there was actually a lot of thought. Uh, and there's a kind that, you know, with any acronym, I think when you talk to a business owner, the acronym takes on multiple meanings. Uh, so I was raised on a farm in Illinois uh, but it stands for Functional Athletic Rehabilitation and Movement. So that is a, you know, that acronym is filled with what our practice is about. Uh, but it also had to do with I was doing a residency after school with a uh, university in Illinois, and I was working with a lot of uh, baseball players that were getting to go or getting ready to go play AAA. And AAA baseball is called the Farm League. So I was raised on a farm. I was working with farm league players. We moved to Alabama. We got a little Southern vibe and lo and behold, it was the farm. Good stuff. Well, Bo, thank you so much for sharing your story today. If somebody wanted to get a hold of you, the website for the farm. It is Cairo, C-H-I-R-O, farm.com. 
and they can find all the coordinates, get information about uh, running your practice, and uh, get a hold of you if they have an injury, right? Absolutely, and I'm also on all the social media platforms at Dr. Bo Beard. All right. Well, Dr. Bo Beard, thank you again for sharing your story. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for having me on. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on Birmingham Business Radio. 